I am sick and tired of bad supernatural horror movies. I'm sick of them, Tim. I'm sick. I'm sick okay. of them. I, I don't know what I'm going to say in this episode because I've said it all before. But welcome to Screams <laughs> After Midnight. This is our horror movie show. I'm Peter. That's Tim. Uh, we talk about horror movies, and mm-hmm. on this episode, we're going to talk about Don't Knock Twice, which is a it's come out in VOD. It's, uh, it was at festivals last year, though, so it still says 2016, so it's mm. one of these weird ones where the year doesn't look right, but here we are. We're talking about it. Katie Sackhoff's in it, which is the most mm. notable thing about it, and we're going to talk about it, and <laughs> we'll start spoiler-free. I'll try to keep myself in check and not be a snarky little shit, but I'm not promising anything, because... Mm. I did not enjoy this at all. Mm-hmm. Tim, did you enjoy this? Uh, no. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, like you said, it's uh, a VOD movie, and I mean, it really feels like it. Which, like, you know, back in the day, <laughs> like, my cat is going crazy. All right, but <laughs> like back in the day, you know, when a movie would come out on. Um, would be like straight to video, and and that was almost like its own genre. Like if you said like, oh, how's that movie? Like, well, it's like you know, straight to video. You, you knew what that meant. Uh, I feel like we're getting that now with all these like video on demand movies. There's just nothing like special well, or interesting about them. It seems, I th- well, especially. It, I, I kind of disagree with what you just said. It, it's kind of yeah. half and half because mm-hmm. VOD is giving us a lot of good stuff as well, which doesn't feel like this. Okay. Invitation, VOD, Hush, VOD, um, else was last year, uh, Holidays, I think, was VOD. Like, there's been a lot of good VOD movies over the past I year. I feel like, I mean, uh, to be fair, like, it's because I live out here in LA, but, like, a lot of those I'll see in theaters, though. Like, they'll have small, like, theater Yeah, but they're, runs, they're, still, you know? they're still mainly VOD releases for most people. And for most people, yeah. Uh because this is the same. This had limited theatrical as well. It's not like Oof. this is accepted from what you just said. So, uh, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, and that there is the, the sort mm-hmm. of the, the the shovelware portion of the crap from VOD, kind of like there was yeah. in VHS. But even like that, like back when straight to video was first a thing in the you know the eighties and the early nineties, there was actually some good stuff like Puppet Master and uh, mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff. That was all straight to video. And people like that. I like that. Mm. I don't know, I guess I'm just thinking of like my time, you know, in the video store in the 90s and stuff where there you could just like when you you know, you looked at certain movies and you could just tell like the the level it's going to be. Oh at. yeah, this the like shit and you yeah. can tell, yeah. This I mean, it looks better than it for uh, not it follows, sorry. Does not mean that as a Freudian slip. Yeah. It looks better than it watches, which we started the year with and that was absolutely atrocious. Uh, that that is that movie is now the benchmark at the bottom end of the spectrum, <laughs> and will be for a long time. Yeah, that that's the only like little bit of uh, I don't know credit I I guess I can give this is I feel like it was elevated a bit in my mind just because it wasn't as I or at least I feel it wasn't as bad as most of the movies we've watched recently. Oh yeah, no that that is the there's a couple of things going for it, and that is the main thing, which isn't even the movies credit it's not the movie that did this but it just so happens that most of the movies we've done so far this year have been worse somehow not all of them obviously yeah. we did split which was good and uh, we did my bloody valentine for valentine's day and that's not not a great movie but it's definitely a lot better and more enjoyable than uh most of the other stuff we've been watching certainly 
But yeah, compared to like Bye Bye Man and compared to that watches and compared to Rings, yeah, this is <laughs> better than Nose, I guess. But it's yeah. it's not really it's not good. It's not even passable. <laughs> the one thing, I, the, the only thing, the only positive that I can say about this movie, honestly, the only thing that I genuinely kind of liked is occasionally I thought the music was quite good. Okay. There was a sort of synthy um, little theme that came in every so often that I thought was quite good. Uh, mm-hmm. Early on in the movie, when the husband's leaving the house, there's like a sort of almost John Carpenter esque piano thing coming in as he's leaving. So I, I like that. Yeah. It didn't stand out uh, that much in my mind, but maybe if I kind of went back and you know maybe tried to pay more attention to it, uh, I could see that. Um, there, there definitely wasn't any point where I thought it was horrible or anything, but. Uh, I don't know, it might be kind of hard to, to singing, know, separate it from the movie. <laughs> singing in praise right there. There was no point where I was like, this is horrible, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plus, that's, a, that's a plus. That's because in the plus column. <laughs> no, I, I thought the music was good occasionally, uh, and that's the only thing that I kind of liked about it. Everything else, I was just kind of bleh on. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. some of the acting was pretty atrocious. There was uh, one character, uh, what's her name, Tira, who is like this... Uh, She's like modelling because uh, Kate Sackhoff's mm-hmm. character is like an artist who does like clay statue kind of things, and she's she's got her sort of model there who's I think's the one who's wanting it done. She's like paying for this model of her and her baby. I think. I guess. I don't they, know. I'm... It's not. There's so much about this movie that is unclear, <laughs> and I actually got like really. I I would get angry at stuff. I'd be like, why like why are they not explaining this? And then they would explain like some stuff they would explain later on but then i was like oh why didn't you tell me that sooner i was i was just like mad about it now i don't care about it and there's a lot of weird ways with the storytelling in this and i know that's not a good sentence but (laughs) but (laughs) i I thought the the storytelling in this was pretty bad we are going to criticise a, a movie script and you're telling them to write a better script, say it in a good English sentence, because <laughs> otherwise your complaint somewhat null and void. Uh, no, I, I agree. Uh, there was lots of things that I don't think made a lot of sense or weren't explained properly, and then even when they were kind of explained, they didn't really feel like they'd explained them that well. Yeah. And, oh, uh, no, there was, there was a lot of that. But uh, this actress, Tira, who's like the model that's wanting this clay statue done of her, I thought she was atrocious. Every line, because at one point she she's the character who is aware of the supernatural stuff, so they go to her for advice and all that. See, when she Which, first gets scared, like because uh, obviously the plot of the movie is that the the teenage daughter's uh, cursed because of it. Like, we're going into the plot when we get spoilers, but when she first like sees her and she gets scared, and she's like, "Oh, I think I must leave. I must go and not be around you." Like every single <laughs> line that came out of her mouth was making me cringe. It was awful. And that is one of those like really weird crazy things that was just so out of nowhere like all of a sudden she starts talking about like like these gifts she has and it's it's such a weird thing to just be like all right um i guess we're supposed to just uh accept this and not be like oh okay this is crazy this like almost not non-existent character before that had like two seconds of screen time it's now like telling us where the story is going to go yeah, it, it comes out of nowhere, it's not set up properly. And then, it just kind of feeds into my problem with a lot of these bad supernatural movies, is that nothing, there's no rules to anything to do with the supernatural entity, it just, stuff happens. No. Uh, yeah. And at one point, they, the characters act like there is rules, because they, 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 
they destroy all the doors in the because Katie Sackhoff's character is quite uh, wealthy now with her husband. She's like a big artist in the the the, the, the statue business. Yeah, uh, weird. And her husband's like a successful banker. They've got a big house, and at one point they like destroy all the doors because the the, the ghosts or whatever. Well, what I love about this is, uh, you know, her daughter is going through all this stuff being kind of haunted stalked by this ghost or whatever and she like finally like tells her mom everything that's going on and her mom's just kind of like i have an idea and then they start taking off all the like what you don't know anything about the situation and like you just are completely going with it yeah because i I feel like i i I thought maybe maybe i'm not paying attention as much as i normally do because it's shit (laughs) like maybe that's what's going on (laughs) but when they started taking down all the doors i'm like but 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 why have we established that she uses like doors to like she has to knock before she can come in like have we established that i don't think we have i don't remember that being brought up uh certainly not and and (sighs) and it doesn't work you know, <laughs> sure enough, five minutes later, it doesn't work. And not only does it not work, they were leaving the house anyway. Because they, they bring up, oh, we're getting our passports, we're going to presumably fly to the... Because it's set in uh, in England. It's set in England because uh, Katie Sackhoff's husband's English. Her daughter's grown up there, she's got an English accent. So presumably they're, they're going to fly to America. Because you know, they've got their passports out. And she's like, yeah, we'll, we'll go, go to my homeland. Uh, and... So they get the passports, and then stuff immediately starts happening. It's like, well, why did you do all the doors then if you were just leaving in the morning? I, did... yeah. I don't know. It, it, the whole thing. I, nothing, nothing feels properly set up or paid off, and even the stuff that they do set up is so clunky. I, I, I shit you not, there was a line of dialogue, the ex, you know, exposition that explained something halfway through this movie, and as soon as they said it, I knew how the movie was ending. Mm-hmm. And it ended exactly like I thought it would. There was no... No, no, not nothing about it that was surprising. There was no, no like variance in what I thought. It was exactly beat for beat what I thought the ending was going to be, except for the fact, of course, that it was a lot quicker than I thought it would be. It was, it was sped up, which is probably my first thing I noticed about this movie. The first ten, fifteen minutes, they go through so many like suspense, scary sequences <laughs> that they're trying to do that I was yeah. like exhausted by like the fifteen minute mark. That's. I feel like this is. Uh, we haven't complained about this uh, that much recently but this movie I, I feel like is a big um uh what the hell um, <laughs> i forget the word but uh it has a lot of really dumb cheap jump scares all right yeah okay yeah jump scares <laughs> to... is the word you're looking for <laughs> no, well i was trying to phrase it like the movie is a what proponent was it Okay, yeah, proponent of jump yeah, scares. Yeah. That's, that's what go. I was trying to say. That's the word you're going for. Uh, oh, no, but, no, you're, yeah. you're right. We, we even have one of our favourite uh, types of jump scare where it turns out to be a dream and she wakes up. Yeah. We have one of those. <laughs> Got to have one of those in your shitty supernatural horror movie. It's not, it's not, uh, not that without it. Uh, and going back to your point, um, I will say that uh, I, I didn't necessarily see the ending coming well like i i kept going back and forth just because like the way they told it and like would reveal information like i kept going like it it felt so forced like the movie wanted you to think like this is what's gonna happen then uh then they'd be like no actually it's gonna be this and then they'd be like uh no it's actually this and like but it feels so like forceful and yeah, because it does that thing. It does that really arrogant thing where it thinks it's giving you this great twist. So yeah. 
as they start, as the characters start to realise what the ending is, it, it keeps cutting back to all the the scenes through the movie where you know the little dialogue, bit of dialogue here, bit of dialogue there, and as they're piecing it together, and it's like, oh man, it's like the end of Sixth Sense. Your your yeah. mind's being blown, and I'm like, no, it's not. What's worse though is they did this twice. They did this yeah. at the end of Act Two as well because there's a twist at the end of Act Two where they do the exact same thing where Katie Sackhoff starts thinking about all these past scenes and interactions with certain people. And they do the same thing again at the end. And they play some of the exact same clips again at the end. Except this time it's revealing kind of the opposite twist. It's, it's goddamn stupid. And <laughs> it's poor. It's uh, it's not funny. The scares are bullshit. There was one moment where they were sneaking around the house and like the, the ghost lady sort of like goes like across in the background from like one door to the other. And I thought, oh, that was okay. That was a decent little scare. And then they did it like three times in the space of like two minutes. And I thought, okay, you've ruined it now. You had one decent little shot and you've ruined it. She's just hanging out back there. She's, uh, you know, just trying to get a lay of the house, get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, acting's not very good for the most part. I mean, I like Katie Sackhoff, of course, because I like Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's kind of just slumming it. And not that she's like an amazing actress, but she she's fine. Like she's good. If she's well directed, I think she's she was great in yeah. Star, So I, I think she's just in a shitty little horror movie, and uh, most of the other actors are shitty. And this is just kind of just kind of uh, again maybe that's just a fault more of the director in a lot of cases because mm-hmm. they're not directing them properly. But that's 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 where it is. So uh, no, not scary. Convoluted plot. Convoluted twists rules that are not explained don't make much sense and then a bullshit ending that ends really quickly as if it wants you to be impressed I think that sums up the spoiler free section is there anything you want to say before we go into spoilers Timmy? Uh, no it sucks <laughs> there's some more stuff I want to get into but yeah, save it for spoilers yeah. <laughs> alright in that case then full spoilers from this point on for Don't Knock Twice ok so the movie starts with hmm. a scene that like uh, like a home for children and Katie Sackhoff and her husband are trying to get the, her daughter back because the daughter's been there for X number of years. We don't really know why at this point, and this was my first kind of warning sign that I was going to hate the movie because it was like, <laughs> oh, we're going to force this this character drama down our throats. And a lot of it was, oh, you abandoned me when I was like eight or whatever because you were a junkie. And she's like, I was a junkie, but now I'm not a junkie. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm rich. Which is actually one of the big feelings of the whole character drama thing is that it never really feels like her character... She doesn't feel like an ex-junkie. She never feels like that at all. Yeah. And this is probably a dumb question, but I don't, like, is that just something you can do? Like, just give your kid up for adoption and then, you know, a couple of years later be like, ah, I changed my mind. You know, maybe, uh... Do you think I get my kid back now? I think it... Uh... I guess it depends. Like in this mm-hmm. case, because she wasn't given up that young, and you know, and, you know, because typically adoption, you put them up for adoption really young. It's like almost yeah. right away. Uh, I think it's a case of because she was taken away for her own good, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because she was, her mother was a junkie. Uh, I think maybe it's just a case of she wasn't adopted because she was already so old, and she's still kicking about in foster homes. So all right, so they're, they're just trying to get her back. So. I mean, they make it. She does make a point. I'll at least defend it a little bit and say she makes a point of saying that they've been trying for years to get her back. It's not been a okay. easy process. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I want to defend it because I don't. But <laughs> that, that's the least of my problems, Timmy. I, I, I love that you're honing in on that. But 
my, my problems are all oh no i'm not i'm not saying that that was my number one problem or anything <laughs> just it's, a it's, thought don't lie don't lie that, okay that. yeah that was other than that great movie <laughs> that was my one and my one criticism oh dear so mm-hmm. so the daughter whose name's chloe her and her friend danny go to a random house just like this weird like derelict house like on the side of the highway yeah, it's it's weird because there's like no buildings around it. It's just it's very on its own, uh, yeah. very very uh, solitude, and mm-hmm. we get clunkily introduced to this idea that someone lived in the house that took a kid. Like there's a sort of passing line of dialogue, but for some she gets really scared and freaked out because of the history. Because we find out later, of course, it's not explained in this scene, but we find out later that their friend when they were younger was taken, and they think it was the woman in this house, but. So this all seems poor taste on Danny's part from the first get-go. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if this right. actually happened, why would you be taking, presumably your girlfriend, to this house where you know this bad shit went down years ago, you know yeah. it's going to deeply affect her, and she gets upset, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I was cracking jokes. But let me tell you the legend <laughs> anyway. Apparently if you knock, if you knock twice, she'll come and get you. <laughs> I'm going to go knock. Yeah. And she, he goes up and now- knocks. This really annoyed me because, uh, you know, we talked before uh, about liking rules and rituals and stuff. And I, I do like, you know, an interesting like, oh, do this and this person will come or whatever. But this just feels so lazy. It's just like, oh, you just knock twice. It's like, that's it. Yeah, you just knock twice. That's, and- so you have to do, you don't even have to say anything, like do a little dance, bring a sacrifice or something. Like, nope, just, just a couple of knocks. It's still not quite as bad as just saying the bye-bye man. I'll give them that True. at the very least. True. At least yeah. you can't just act. One step up. Yeah. But, yeah, so she knocks as well, and then we, we see him, we get this ridiculously shit sequence of him, like, being stalked by a ghost in his apartment for, like, mm. two minutes, and he dies. And then we cut to her, and she's with people who all leave in the background. She She's trying to, like, text him or whatever on the phone, <laughs> and they all do, like, leave the scene in the background without saying anything to her, which I thought was really weird. But... We get a really shitty jump scare with her now where she sees something behind her and she turns around and there's like all this stuff going on. I can't even remember. There were so many jump scares at the start of this movie that I can't even remember what happened where. It just, lots of shitty jump scares. Yeah, there's a scene of like her, like, you just see like hands coming out of like a, what was it, like a a sink or something? Yeah, yeah, there was stuff like that. There was sort of, and she she looks out in the corridor and there's like the big long limbs, the big long... Oh, right. Arms on the, which turns out not to be the actual ghost. It's the, it's the demon that's using the ginger woman as a slave or a servant that's, or whatever. This might be one of my my biggest complaints when we get to it. But yeah, yeah, trying to figure out who actually is freaking haunting well, these people. Well, I I know just because at the end they just flat out say it, but up until they said it at the end, I I wasn't really sure. Yeah, like once you get into the middle and they, you know, just spoilers, skip ahead a little bit, they introduce the Baba Yaga stuff. It, it's very like, oh, okay, so it's not the ghost of that woman that seems nah. to be what the whole movie is nah, hinging on, yeah, the ex- legend of this woman. <laughs> uh, they explain that the, the woman was serving the Baba Yaga and she's like... Aye, whatever. It's so but, overly complicated. Like, just have a Baba Yaga if you want that to be what's stalking and hunting these people. Yeah. I mean, is the knocking get anything to do with the Baba Yaga itself, or is it just the? Ghost I have of no the idea. Woman? They 
they they had that thing where oh the the Baba Yaga like has like a gateway between like this earth and this other dimension. So I don't know if that is considered a doorway and knocking twice is inviting her. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but it freaks her out. So despite the fact that in the opening scene, when she sees her mom and uh, that it just tells him to piss off, she doesn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. She then runs to the big fancy house and says, can I stay here? Because stuff's hunting me. And this is kind of my, I already had a problem at this point. It killed Danny, the guy so quick it was like oh the, yeah, like five minutes. Yeah, the night of he's dead, but the the girl Chloe, no, no, we're going to be have her seeing spooky things for like a week before yeah. it makes its move. I think like halfway through the movie, I was watching it uh, with Melissa, and like I turned to her and I was like, wow, like she's doing a lot better than her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's really really silly how long she lasts. And of course we get her trying to like bond with her mother and her mother trying to awkwardly like be nice to her and it's like, oh, you abandoned me, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then the ghost starts doing stuff randomly around the house and whatever. I'll, this was a lot of the movie, this portion, and I just kind of, it all sort mm-hmm. of blends together for me. Nothing notable really happened. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually Chloe does research and she's like, oh, it's a Baba Yaga. And this is when she explains the whole servant thing. And she's like, mm. oh, the Baba Yaga will have a servant. And the only way the servant can like, stop being the servant is if she kills herself, which is what the woman did, Ginger, uh, mm-hmm. or if it tricks someone else into doing an evil thing and it'll be passed on to them. So right away, I'm like, oh, yeah, so Katie Sackhoff's character at the end of the movie is going to be tricked into doing something evil. And that'll be the, oh, got ya ending where she's mm. no, the, the new servant. I- and especially because they mentioned that the slave will like wear the mark of the Baba Yaga, and it looks like just like the mark on that necklace that uh, Tira or whatever gave her. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler as well. Uh, Tira is going to turn out to be evil. <laughs> oh wow! What twist is coming? Which <laughs> it at least explained a couple of massive, huge, gaping plot holes that I had. Because mm. I want. So, so after this, so we, we learn this information, and then weird stuff happens enough that Katie Sackhoff's like, "All right, something's actually going on. Let's take down all the doors." So they take down all the doors, <laughs> and they go outside and they burn them. But then they're leaving the next mm-hmm. day anyway. And then, then Chloe's like floating in the air because the ghost is still going nuts, and it's like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. So they go to Tira because oh, she's an expert because of that scene where she was like, "Oh, get away from me! There's something evil around you. Go away yeah. from me!" Blah 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 blah. And she actually tries to like divert them. She's like, "Oh, there, there is no Baba Yaga. Uh, this is just a, a haunting. The, the ghost just wants the the actual person who was, you know, because the, the whole theory is is that the the woman before they start considering the Baba Yaga is that the woman Ginger, she is a vengeful spirit because she was actually innocent of taking the boy. Uh, Michael was a little kid yeah. that went missing. Uh, you know, Chloe's friend in that when they were kids." Oh, Michael Flowers. <laughs> Michael Flowers. He was taken, but she was actually innocent. So because she was innocent, she's going to be vengeful until the actual perpetrator is brought to justice. And, uh, of, of course, my favorite part of the story, uh, she killed herself because all like all these people came and kept knocking on her door, and the knocking drove her insane. So that's why <laughs> you knock now. <laughs> uh and it's right after this stuff. Uh, so Chloe disappears just randomly, mm. and 
uh, Sackoff. I keep calling. Her, I should be calling her Jess because that's a character, but she's Katie Sackoff. Yeah. Uh, but she, she. So, t- t- Which, t- uh, we just talked about uh, like last week with rings. Like when people are in this intense situation, like why separate even for a second? <laughs> I'm not sure it was intentional in this case, though. I, th- I think it's implied that this was ghostly things happening that were making them separate. I thought like uh, I, I thought maybe we were talking about later on, but I've, All right, like there yeah. are scenes like later on where oh, sure. like, Chloe will just like go and start doing her own thing. Sure, sure. But yeah, so the, so she goes back to her car, and this is when there's part of the statue that we broken earlier is there, and All right. t- t- you hear a bit of voiceover from Tyr going, and if you listen, the spirit will guide you. Uh, <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere, and I just started laughing because it was such a ridiculous, cheesy bullshit like let's just have things happen so that she can solve the case and it leads her to like a a church or whatever and there's just for some reason under a under a sheet it's all rubble it's all you know it's kind of like torn down and it's kind of falling apart and all the rest of it and Mm -hmm. for some reason there's just this perfectly clean like folder (laughs) in the rubble not even if this is where we get and all I could think is, why was this hiding here? And it, don't get me wrong, the twist later on that she planted, like Tira planted this year, okay, fine, that explains it to me. But why isn't Katie Sackhoff going, why the hell is this perfectly clean folder with all this dirty rubble? It, yeah. It, it makes no it's sense. It's very, it's strange, <laughs> unless she thought the ghost left it Therefore, but, but like, this is my big complaint about the movie. There's so much crap like this that like made me angry and like question what is going on which to be fair by the end pretty much everything is kind of wrapped up for the most part but that like i can't enjoy it while i'm watching it because everything is so stupid and raising questions and you know what i mean if you want if you want you can still twist it and say that she planted it but have her plant it in a place that makes some goddamn sense. <laughs> yeah. This is just so random. Why would... If he was the one hiding this, if it was true that he was guilty of actually kidnapping the kid, which is what she wants her to believe, and there's, like, footage on a USB stick and there's, like, files about all the, the case and all that to try and, like, sort of help her link up the fact that maybe it was him that kidnapped the kids and whatever. Like, if, if this is what he was hiding... Hide it somewhere that he would actually hide it. He wouldn't just hide yeah. it in a random church. It, if anything, he'd want to destroy it. Yeah. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I, I don't know. And she ends up going going to the uh, you know the the home for children where they want to like have a case because they they found Chloe. The detective brought her in, and she, she then notices on all the photos that the, the detective's been like. You know the football games. He's been the coach, the volunteer coach for all the kids, and he, she's like, "Oh man, it's him. He's the pedophile." And, <laughs> and she, like earlier, like that same detective had told her, like, "Oh, you know, in most kidnapping cases, you know, like ninety-nine percent of the time, it's someone that they know." Well, this is this is the first time I was. Do you remember I was talking about earlier how it does this twice, where it cuts back to all these previous scenes. Oh yeah, and yeah. it replays the lines of dialogue. This is the first time it does it when she's looking at the photos and yeah. she's remembering all these moments. <laughs> and it's like I'm piecing it together. It's all connected. So she goes and grabs Chloe, and they run out. They escape. They make a run for it, mm-hmm. and they're just walking through the street. And then the the like the the sewer access or whatever on the on the pavement opens, and Chloe just vanishes down it because magic. Yeah. 
you forgot that sewer grates are also doors. Yes. <laughs> At that, that, it literally just happens. They're in the middle of the street, broad daylight, and the, the thing just opens and she falls down into it. Magic. And she's gone. Which is like, why has the ghost been having so much trouble? Like, it was this easy. Now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's easy. And, you, and people who, if you like the movie for some reason, you probably would try and say, well, it was all part of her plan because uh, Tira wanted to pass on the, the servant role to her. I'm like, but why would the ghost care if it's, like, why would Baba Yaga care if it's passed on? Like, they, they have their servant. They're good. Yeah, they wouldn't. <laughs> I, I don't get it. It makes no sense. It does not make sense. No. So Sakoff goes all the way to the the house, the creepy house, and tries to like break in, and she ends up like stabbing her foot when she's breaking in the window. And yeah. then the police show up because they know she's there yeah. for reasons. And she goes up to try and knock the door, but she ends up getting taken in. And the detectives like grilling her and trying, and she like basically accuses him of everything. And says, "Oh, you kidnapped the kids. It was you." And blah blah blah. <laughs> then he understandably gets awkward and leaves the room because even if you're innocent you're like all right i need to go and process all this info like why oh, did yeah, she think like, all this <laughs> all right and then for some reason and this is where the movie like i wasn't enjoying it it was shit up until this point yeah. but this is where the movie completely lost me because katie sackoff's in her cell and you know in the jail mm-hmm. and she uses the blood from her foot to write a message in the wall oh my god which when we see it later, because we don't see it at the time, we see it later when the detective sees it, it's a message to him. It says, you know where to find me. But for some reason, writing this message on the wall, the Baba Yaga shows up and like opens a portal. Yeah. I, when like you first see her writing, I assumed that she was going to, I don't know, make some type of like symbol or something that would summon the Baba Yaga. Or write knock-knock, because that'll summon her. Oh, oh! Actually, you know, I thought she was gonna make like a door in blood, and mm. then like knock on the door. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. But, uh, but yeah, no, she just uh, writes with a ton of blood. Like, <laughs> I'm oh. surprised she's not passing out how much blood she puts yeah, on the wall. <laughs> this is a massive amount of blood. Like you know, on top of the you know, I was assuming the a large amount that she already lost earlier. Uh, yeah, because it's not like she just writes in like you know like little like streaky letters. Like the, it's very full. It's very large. Yeah, it, it's uh, proper full hand, like full hand yeah. done the line. Yeah. <laughs> and like you probably could have also like you know gotten the same message by you know just putting down like you know abandoned house or something like or you know or even just I'll, even just the words her house. Yeah, Done. there you go. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Fewest amount of letters. But no, she wanted to know... make sure she had a whole sentence. Yeah. You know, proper grammar. Full stop. Yeah. She oh, probably had like a couple of drafts where she had to like wipe it off and like start again. I'm surprised it didn't start with Dear Detective, uh, I'm writing <laughs> to inform you that I am at the house of Ginger. Please come and find me respectfully, Katie Sackhoff. <laughs> You're probably wondering why I'm not in my cell at the moment. <laughs> Allow me to explain. <laughs> okay. So the Baba Yaga shows up and it turns the back of the cell into a portal, which takes her into the forest, 
which leads to the cage that Chloe's in for some reason. This is like the Baba Yaga's dimension where everyone is. And for some reason, this leads to there. And then for some reason on top of that, they can then go from there. They can crawl through some rocks in this like secret prison area and it takes them into the house, you know, uh, Ginger's house. Now, we're leaving out an important part here. Uh, Before before they do that, uh, for some reason, instead of Chloe just being eaten by the Baba Yaga herself, uh, she's just kept in a cage and shown a vision of the past of the, what's her face, Mary or whatever, eating Michael Flowers or giving Michael Flowers to the Baba Yaga. Ah, it's Baba Yaga that eats eats them. Why, uh, you know, she just needs to show her that? That's a good question. Tim, that is the entire movie. (laughs) Why? (laughs) It's the entire goddamn movie. So, yeah, so so apparently crawling through the rocks leads to the house. So they're in the house. At the same time, we see the, the detectives arrived and is coming into the house to have a look around. And then it gets, this is where, like, the editing gets really bad in some of these places, especially at the start and the end of the movie. Because they like run out the house and then they hear the detective from inside and he's already in there and he's like at the bottom of the door like and he gets dragged back in from the bottom mm-hmm. and it's like it just it feels like we missed some beats it feels like there was stuff cut out or it feels like it just doesn't flow and whatever but he gets dragged back in and technically did the did the did he knock twice or I mean is it just because he was already in the house yeah I think they just that it can eat him. Yeah, Baba Yaga just... Or... Not Baba Yaga. Ginger. Which is the weird thing. <laughs> like, the whole the whole thing... Like, alright, so Ginger wants vengeance. But then we find out that she's just a servant for the Baba Yaga. So does the Baba Yaga give a shit about the cop? I don't think she does. No idea. It doesn't... It makes no goddamn... They go back... <laughs> right, it cuts from this. Because the, the husband left near the start of the movie. After a couple of scenes with the right. daughter. He leaves because he's got like a business thing in another country. And he comes back, it comes back to him at the house, and he, he comes walking out of the house in broad daylight, and all the doors are missing. And I started laughing, I thought it was so funny that he just comes back. They've not even yeah. tried to call him up until this point. <laughs> They've not said there's something wrong, we've left the house, Yeah, stuff's going bad. This is again, you know, characters not communicating, when they just, she can just phone him at any point in the movie, but she doesn't. And he just walks back in and all the doors are missing, and I thought that was hilarious. Uh, and then... He walks into a room and he, he sees someone and we see like a bit of a white shoulder, you know, whoever it is is wearing a white sort of uh, overall or something. Mm. And he says he's phoning the police. And then the sack off and Chloe come back to the house and they try and phone him because they, they, they see his bags are there, you know, his, his suitcases and stuff. So they, they, they try and phone him. He doesn't answer, but leave a message saying, look, we're back, we're home, we're safe, love you, come get us. And it's around all this bit, where Sakoff says to Chloe, don't worry, the detective deserved it because he's the one who kidnapped Michael. And yeah. Chloe's like, no, he didn't. He, he was always <laughs> nice to us. He protected us. And in fact, when I was in the dimension, for some reason, the Baba Yaga gave me a vision, a memory of the past where she ate Michael because Ginger gave her Michael. Yeah. And they rushed through to all the research they had earlier on the, on the, the pool table. And they're like, oh dear. Uh, and this is when we get the second unravelling thing. So it's during this unravelling and we see like, all the clips of like 
it's, it, what really made me laugh is that the clips of the detective saying, oh, it's usually someone who knows them uh, and all the other bits. It was a lot of the same clips that were in the last unraveling. It's just that this time it's revealing the opposite thing. Uh, yeah. And we also see during all this that the person in white was uh, Tira, who has murdered her husband, and she had the symbol on her skin. She was the she was the current servant, and she was manipulating events so that so that Sakoff would do this evil thing and kill the cop, and that would make I, her the servant. Yeah, I I don't understand why she killed the husband though. Like, yeah, I don't get it. I, like they should know each other, you know. And you know when you see the husband like Caesar, uh, you know you don't see her, but you know he's like, oh, like what are you doing here or something? I'm calling the police. But it's like, oh, you know her. Wouldn't like wouldn't your first thing be like? Oh, Tara, like, do you know what's going on here? This is yeah. crazy. Like, And even if you said, then, I'm calling the police, she's like, oh, look, remember, I'm Tara. I'm, I was working yeah. with your wife, and she's not here. I was looking for her. Like, like, why are you in the house? Well, there was no doors. I thought I would check to see if everything was okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a line of thought there. <laughs> but, like, so, and this is, I don't get how it lines up, though. She, she's manipulated all these events. But, um, but again, why does the ghost keep haunting everything if it's just her manipulating events it would almost make yeah. more sense if the uh the ginger ghost you know the woman who was supposed to have kidnapped the kids and she did kidnap the kids if she turned out not to actually be a spirit like if that was all fake and it was all just manipulation to from tira to manipulate it so that the baby the baba yaga would have a new servant but because the actual spirit of the woman still exists and because it still wants vengeance and because it's still doing things and showing up in the dreams the whole thing just doesn't click together. It's just convoluted and weird and messy, and it feels like they've not really thought it through. It's so strange. It, it's almost like it was two different like movies combined. Like there's a movie about yeah. this, you know, vengeful spirit, and then a movie about the Baba Yaga, which really uh, it made me mad. Uh, the, having the Baba Yaga in this because um, uh, the Baba Yaga is a pretty big uh, character in Hellboy. Uh, the comics uh so I, I didn't like you mm. know seeing that besmirched yeah um also <laughs> i didn't really think about it until just now but it is kind of funny that like like you said they have all that research on the table but it's not really just research it's just like drawing stock images <laughs> yeah that they just printed like like why did you need to print that what oh this might be important for research let me print out all these pictures <laughs> And like that's like how she explains it to her mother. Like, no, it's the Baba Yaga. See, I printed out a picture. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, and here's the thing. So they stand there. They're in. They're in the pool hall or the, the pool room, and they've got all the pictures. We've had all the clips, all the unravelings. The necklace burns her, and we see this symbol on her chest, like it's burned into her skin. And then a portal in front of them opens up. A door opens up, and the Baba Yaga's there. But both yeah. it's both Sakoff and her daughter Chloe that are standing there, and I'm like. Are they both servants now? Or is it just Sackoff? Is is it going to be Sackoff but she's going to like just eat the daughter? Like what's happening? It's the it's the gotcha ending, but I'm not actually clear what the gotcha is that's happening beyond <laughs> her being the servant. And then it just cuts to credits. That's the end. We're done. <laughs> the screw you movie. I want my time back. Uh, well Yes. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean <sighs> Maybe you could get more answers if you watch it again, but that's, <laughs> you know, don't watch twice. <laughs> don't, don't watch twice. Don't watch once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> One thing about all these crappy movies is uh, they the titles make it way too easy. To, I know like, how many good puns have we it? had? Yeah, because the Bye Bye Man has its slogan, which was uh, "Don't think it, don't say it." Yeah, which led to "Don't see it." <laughs> uh, it watches. I wish I didn't. You know, I think that's how I started that <laughs> yeah. review. I said I wish <laughs> I didn't shouldn't. watch it. <laughs> um, you shouldn't. It watches. You shouldn't. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this one. Yeah, don't don't Oof. watch twice or once for that matter. So that's that's uh, don't knock twice. Uh, is a Ugh. heap of crap. It it just sticks out as being slightly better than the previous heaps of crap that we have already watched this year. So with that, let's get to ratings out of ten. Timmy, what are you rating? Don't knock twice. Uh, <laughs> uh, even this feels like a little high, but. I mean, again, just compared to some of the other stuff we've seen, it it makes it stand out a little bit. But uh, I give it like a three point five. <laughs> Still right. not great, but it, it, gun to my head, I'd probably rather watch it. And there's, I got more enjoyment out of it than some of the other stuff lately. That's fair. One thing I didn't mention actually, just as I'm getting to my rating, is a. Uh... It's a very ugly movie. This is everything's very desaturated and it just it feels lifeless and not 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 spooky in a, a cool way or like interesting like you know it's dark and gothic or it's dark and broody. It just feels cold and lifeless and metallic and it's just kind of ugly and awful to look at. Uh, so well, so. I assume that was because of the setting. No, no, it's a, it's a it's a it's a lighting <laughs> thing. It was that just a joke about the UK. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Dolan Gray is pretty accurate, um, but no, it's just a cinematography. I've noticed a lot of these like cheap movies have this look, you know, regardless of where they're filmed or well, set. And we didn't talk about it that much, uh, and I feel like it might be a little repetitive of a lot of the reviews we've had lately. But there's just like this uh, genericness to it, like nothing about it stands out. There's no style or anything. Oh no, to yeah, it. nothing. Uh, which, which is why I opened this review. I, I, even before I got to the title of this, this video, I said, I am sick of these bad supernatural movies because they're all the goddamn same. Yeah. You basically swap out a couple of details and you've got the same kind of thing and they feel all similar and I'm kind of sick of them because they're, they're churning them out so much right now. And it's really, it's become the new found footage. Like, I'm I'm just as sick of these as I was found footage. I don't know if it's because of, like, all the, you know, good, all the stuff that's been good lately... You know, uh, like the last couple of years, like all the Insidious and like um, oh yeah, you know, uh, it follows and stuff. All all these supernatural movies have done really good. You're gonna see a lot of the, you know, crappy imitators try to come out. Pretty much, that's what it feels like. Uh, anyway, my score, I, I like some of the music. That's the positive place it gets, and it looked more like a movie than something like it watches. So that should at least scrape it up to like <laughs> two point five, maybe three. Two point five, three. That range. Yeah. 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 Bit shit. Honestly, I, I I probably was settled on a three, and then the last five minutes annoyed me again, like a lot. So yeah, two point five. I'm going to settle on two point five. It was. It's done. one of those. It's one of those things too, where uh, I watch it like a little earlier than you so like you're a little fresh on it but i had a couple of days to sit on it and when i was you know thinking back on it, i was like i definitely didn't like it but i was like 
you know, just kind of forgot it a little bit. But just talking oh. about it has started making me angry. Yeah. Honestly, that is something I would add you. It is insanely forgettable. Like, I'm not going to... Yeah. Everything I talked about in this, this video, I'm going to forget all of it by next week. It'll be yeah. gone. I, I'm not going to remember a goddamn thing. It is utterly forgettable in every way. It's so... And that's probably the biggest complaint you can have about a movie. It's <laughs> just how forgettable it is. I'm not so, hopeful for this yeah. year. It's I know, it's, it's been such a, it's, a pretty bad start. I mean, so far this year, Tim, you've given out, or at least I've given out, I can't remember what your scores in comparison were, but they were pretty close. I've given out yeah. two ones, a two, and a 2.5. I think these are, like, these are honestly the lowest scores, like, we, we've ever given. Like, we've had, like, low scores before, but they usually have been kind of, like, paced out yeah, throughout yeah, the yeah. year. I, I, this has got to be the most back-to-back lowest of the lows we've had in a while or at least it feels like it high concentration of shit at the start of the year which shouldn't surprise me but it it definitely is sticking out but there we go let's don't knock twice let us know what you thought (laughs) of the movie if you're unfortunate enough to have seen it in the comments below like and subscribe and all that stuff it helps us out a lot check out the other stuff like i said uh, we had an extra review of this earlier this week we did uh, my bloody valentine for valentine's day so you can check out that uh, check out the past few reviews. Check out the other movie reviews on the channel from Influx and Gigawatts, and uh, our weekly tales from the crypt reviews. We've been doing that as well. So, thanks very much, guys. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz, and keep watching scary movies. We'll see you next time.